Hello and welcome to episode one of The Bible and Me podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Nigel and Molly Watts, and our special guest is Kay Arthur, the founder of Preset Ministries International. The Bible and Me podcast is a series of exciting, informative interviews with influential men and women of God, exploring their relationship with God's Word. Without further ado, here's the episode. I'm thrilled to have uh, Kay Arthur with us this morning. Jack and Kay co-founded Precept in 1970, and uh, her Bible studies have been uh, used by countless people around the world. Uh, Kay hosts a daily radio and television program, uh, which also reaches uh, many hundreds of thousands worldwide. Kay, the NRB, National Religious Broadcasters President, Dr. Frank Wright, has said of you, that the paramount concern that Kay Arthur has is for the sheep to follow the shepherd, and that you and Jack have dedicated four decades to equip Christians with the tools necessary to mine the scriptures. Kay, did you grow up following the shepherd from a very young age? No, I didn't. I went to church and I loved it because it was my social life, but I really didn't hear the Word of God, and I didn't know enough about the Word of God to know even that Jesus was my shepherd, unless possibly I would have paid attention when they quoted Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I wrote a little book on that, by the way, and uh, a devotional on it, because it's such a wonderful, wonderful psalm. But Frank is right. Frank is right. And uh, and his name's Frank Wright, and Frank is right uh, when he says that my desire is for people to follow the shepherd because the shepherd is the one that leads us into green pastures. And when the sheep won't lie down unless they're content. And so if you're a restless sheep walking around trying to find some rest in your life, I can tell you this, that the rest will come with the rest of faith And the rest of faith comes by knowing God's Word. Excuse me, I've got a foggy voice today. So the rest comes from knowing God's Word. So Precept Ministries is all about establishing people in God's Word. And I'm, I'm the primary writer at Precept Ministries, but I am not the sole writer. What happens is when these studies and precept courses come into being, it's part of the body of Jesus Christ that God's brought into precept ministries so that we have just a team of of people who are established in God's Word, who have studied inductively, whose lives have been tremendously changed and and uh, and given a vision and a mission. And so we as a team do all this. So I don't want people to think this is superwoman here. <laughs> You've been talking about precept. Um, how did how did precept start? Um, how, how did it how did um, you know, how did all that happen? Yeah, it was really interesting because um, Jack and I got married, and this was my second marriage, and my first husband had died, and and then I became saved, and then he committed suicide, my first husband, and then God brought Jack and myself together, and Jack was a seasoned missionary, and so we went to Mexico as missionaries, and we were there for three and a half years, and uh, then uh, during that time, uh, I got pericarditis, and the doctors that I work for, I'm a registered nurse, told me that I needed to come back to the States. So we came back to the States, and uh, 
I had been teaching teenagers in uh, Mexico and Guadalajara. And so they, a, a church knew that, and they asked me if I would work with their youth. They were losing their church because they were coming out of a, a denomination that was going to take the church away from them. So the teenagers met in our house, and um, I, I would have meetings. And then one day I looked at them, and I uh, said, um, would you come for five nights uh, uh, this in, in, in a week? and uh, study the Bible with me, and, and then I brought in a missionary, and I brought in a policeman to, to help teach, and so we had three hours every evening for five nights, and I said, if five of you will promise me that you will come, uh, then I'll do it. Well, five promised, and 15 showed up. Then the next day, it was like in the 20s, and then it was in the 30s, and that was the beginning a precept ministries. Now, we weren't incorporated or anything or didn't get that title. We started out as outreach, and from outreach, we went to reach out, and then from reach out, we went to precept ministries. But um, the ministry was established in uh, 1970, and little did we realize what we were, what was going, what God was going to do. You know, Nigel and Molly, when, when we came home from the mission field, I was heartbroken. And I was absolutely heartbroken because I thought, God, I have brought a man off of the mission field. We had a brand new son, David, who's now the CEO of Precept Ministries. But we didn't know what God had. And I was so disappointed. I thought, oh, my God, my father, um, Jack has to find earn a living. How is he going to earn a living? I don't want him doing secular work. He's been a missionary all these years. And so I kept crying out to God, and God gave him the uh, responsibility of uh, putting up a, t a radio tower and starting Keswick Radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, But I didn't know that God had that at that time. And that morning, he rolled me out of bed, and I got on my knees, and uh, I cried out to God, and I was so disappointed. But that day I learned that disappointment is his, or later I would learn that disappointment is his appointment. So if you're disappointed today, beloved, take the D and erase it and put an H there. And then put space between dis, his, appointment, and give God time. God's at work. You're his workmanship. And Ephesians 2.10 tells you this. You're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works that God has before ordained for you. And little did I realize that he was going to put this ministry, and even in more countries, but in over 180 countries and in 70 languages, and that he was going to reach people like even in the English language, like you, Molly, mm -hmm. and, and Nigel, you know, um, what happened when, when you first saw Precept? Well, it was Nigel who found the book, How to Study Your Bible, The Lasting Rewards of the Inductive Bible Study Method. He saw it in a book review. We bought the book. And when we started reading it, we thought, wow, this is amazing. 
Um, it's a reference book. It's a fabulous book. It was a bit beyond me at that time. You've since <laughs> brought out the book, Lord, Teach Me to Study the Bible in 28 Days, which is a really good, practical, hands-on book that you can um, purchase and you can get that from our precept.org.uk website. It's an excellent book. But we, we got the How to Study Your Bible book and uh, we just knew that God's Word um, was going to come alive when we used this method. So we contacted the states where um, Kay, you're based, and um, you put us in touch with a couple in the UK. And it was from that starting point. We started buying the studies, reading the studies, doing what the book said. And they're very practical. They're very easy to follow. And all we, all I can say is that God's word just came alive and God started speaking to me in a way that I just had never experienced. And I was hooked. <laughs> and I'm still hooked. 20 years later, I'm still hooked. And what's wonderful is, Nigel, you're hooked too. You know, one of the things that distresses me in the United States of America is the men think the women are supposed to be spiritual and study the Bible, but they're not. But you're hooked, and you're all man. I mean, you were a tennis uh, champion for uh, uh, the Royal uh, Air Force, um, uh, uh, that yeah, Royal um, Army. <laughs> we got to get this straight. We got to give the army its, its uh, due credit. But I mean, you're all man, and uh, uh, so, but you study the Bible. You mark the text. I do. I do, and uh, I I do. I have a real heart to take men from a place where to get serious about God and. Um, and I think this method of study is so helpful, so practical. It, it, it's, um, it's engaging, it's effective, and you hear God speaking to you. So as I have benefited from this, I just want to come alongside others. And I've had the privilege of doing that over the years um, to equip others to be established in God's word. And then, and then when they hear God speaking to them and getting to know God better, then all of a sudden they, they understand uh, the purposes of God in their life, Mm-hmm. And uh, we've seen people get involved in precept, and then God take them off in all sorts of wonderful places um, to serve Him, so that the kingdom might grow. So it's and, just wonderful. And let me just tell you something about Nigel. I've watched him for years. His gift, he has a spiritual gift, and that spiritual gift is is the gift of encouragement. I don't know if you've ever studied Barnabas in the Bible, but if you haven't, you need to look at it. He's a Barnabas. He's a son of encouragement that comes alongside. So you men that are listening, that want to be a man of God and don't know how to go about it, you want to study the Bible, but and you open it up, but you don't know what to do with it. You don't know where to start. You don't know how to start. I will tell you, that if you will let this man know, if you will contact him, he will come alongside you and he will encourage you and he will take the things that he has heard and learned from us and and then he will give them to you. And see, this is what Second Timothy is all about. The things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men. So you two are, are faithful men. I mean, you're, you're faithful people who are able to teach others also. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you, and I've seen you walk through life all these years, and I've watched you, and you are steadfast, and you are immovable, and you are always abounding in the work of the Lord. So I want you to know, if you're listening uh, today to this. It is no accident. It is a divine appointment because God wants to take you deeper, deeper into him. 
and make you a man of God, a woman of God who can be strong and courageous in the days ahead. And you need to know the word if you're going to be that way. And you need to know how to be that way because difficult times are here. I want to ask just a, a simple question. Why do you think God has done what he has done with this ministry? Because I'm sure when you started out, you probably didn't have a clue <laughs> what, what was going to happen. I mean, oh, why, we did why not is, have a clue. Why has God done this? Yeah. You know, I, I really, truly believe, and it sounds a little presumptuous, unless you know the Bible and you understand, but I really believe that, that this ministry is absolutely essential. And I don't know of any other ministry that is doing exactly what we're doing because our mission is to establish people in God's Word. Our mission is to teach them how to study the Bible inductively. And a lot of people don't know what we mean by inductive. So inductive means that you go straight to the source. In other words, you you remove the middleman. And so we're taking you straight to the Word of God yourself. We're not saying the pastor's not uh, good and valuable and essential. He is because the Bible says so, and we love the church. But each individual has a responsibility to study, to show themselves approved unto God, 2 Timothy 2.15, accurately handling the Word of God. Now, when you look at the epistles, when you look at what Peter wrote in his final epistle, he's very concerned that they would remember the Word and that they would know that false teachers were here. And when Paul writes Timothy in his first epistle, a pastoral epistle, and telling him how the church is to conduct himself, he's very concerned. And he's very concerned because there are people that are coming in that are diverting people from the real message of the Word of God through genealogies and all this you know, silly stuff that Christians get into on the side or non-Christians get into, but but uh, uh, that are going to church. And so he wants them to know the Word of God. And I believe that God truly brought this ministry into existence, and it was not our plan, believe me, uh, to uh, reach people around the world, to give them the tools. We have tools so that you, dear one, that are uh, you who are listening, can study any book of the Bible. We have them on every book of the Bible. We have them at all different levels. We have the inductive study series, which you can do and do it in 15 or 20 minutes a day and go through a book of the Bible. You need to remember that Jesus said when he was tempted by the devil, it is written, it is written. Do you know what's written? He says, it is written that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So when I pick up my Bible, I have every word from Genesis to Revelation that God wants me to know. And as Peter reminded him before his death in Second Peter, we have everything that pertains to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him, through the true knowledge of him who called us by his glory and excellence. So there are 66 books of the Bible. How many do you think God wants you to know? So our ministry is in conjunction with churches and other ministries because God has specifically called us, taught us, trained us, 
to teach people how to discover truth for themselves, precept upon precept, going through the Word of God and getting understanding through His precepts so that you can say Psalm 119, verse uh, 102, I have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you yourself have taught me. Mm. Wonderful. I think... um one of the questions that I ask people that come on this program is how important is the Bible to you and why? And I think, I think that's a sort of, I think uh, it's almost a, a redundant question with UK. Um, I'm glad to, you're asking it because I'm dying to tell you. <laughs> in, in Deuteronomy, when Moses was finishing his ministry, when he gave that great song, when he finished at the end of that song, this is what he said, and it's in Deuteronomy chapter 32, and I'm going to read it to you rather than quote it because I won't get all of it, and I don't want you to miss a word of it, but I want you to write it down in Deuteronomy chapter 32, and uh, I want you to write these verses down, and when you do, then go back after you listen to this podcast, go back and look at that, and then ask God, you know, if, if your life is like this, listen to what he says. Then Moses came and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. He with Joshua, the son of Nun. Remember, Joshua is going to take over for Moses. And it says, when Moses had speak, finished speaking all these words to all Israel, he said to them, take to your heart all the words with which I am warning you today which you shall command your sons to observe carefully, even all the words of this law. For it is not an idle word for you. Indeed, it is your life. And that's the word that I want you to get. The word of God in all of its entirety is your life. And if you want to have everything for any situation of life, and you just go back and read Second uh, Peter chapter 1. If you want to have everything that you need for life, if you want to know where your questions can be answered, where you can find the strength to go on, where you can be healed of the wounds, you know, Psalm 107 says, He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. This is what Jesus wanted us to understand. Man does not live Live, live by bread alone. But he lives. You and I live life the way it's supposed to be by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. You say, but I don't have time. Oh, are you going to tell that to God? If God gives you the word of God, he expects you to know the word of God. And you have no excuse now because you've listened to a podcast and you know where to come and you know where to get help because we can help you. There's no one of any educational level that we cannot help. It absolutely amazes me. Do I have time for a story or not? Just a short story. A short story. I I was in a restroom in some place. I have a restroom ministry, and a woman followed me in, and she said, I want to tell you something. She said, I was told over and over again I could never learn. I could never learn to read. And somebody gave me your children's study. We have children's inductive studies, Discover for Yourself. And she said, I want you to know, I learned to read. 
And she said, I can read now, and I know God's Word. <laughs> There's nobody that God cannot reach. So thank you for this awesome, awesome privilege. Oh. Thank you for your lives, your ministry, your character, your faithfulness. Well, we want to thank you. I don't think, well, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't we'll have be this. Here without we, you, Kate. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> you and this, po- this podcast wouldn't be uh, airing uh, if it were not for you. And, uh, you know, we just want to take this opportunity to just express a sincere, massive thank you for your faithfulness over many years and your dedication. And I know um, um, you are still traveling and teaching extensively. And you uh, can you... tell I'm an I'm 83. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to say that. She doesn't look 83, I have to say. And uh, she's just been in Moldova teaching six hours a day in 40, 50 degrees. She's been down in Cornwall teaching with us these last few days and um, going back to the States very shortly to to carry on teaching. Don't teach another six hours in one day. <laughs> so, um, I, and I was just think, thinking, I was talking to Molly about, I said, how does Kay do it? And I, and I thought, you know what? The Lord must just give you the strength to do what you do with all the traveling and your tremendous gift of teaching. And uh, he wants you to continue to do this as long as I guess you've got breath in your mouth. He says that it's not by might, it's not my power, but it's by my spirit. So you say, Lord, fill me, guide me, direct me, accomplish your will in me today. Well, Kay, thank you so much for being on the program. We, we, um, we pray for you often, and we just pray that you've got many more years of doing what you're doing so that the word can go forth and many other people can get to know the Lord for himself. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I know that here in the UK... There are so many people who would also like to pass their thanks on to you. So that thank you from us is thank thank you you from the people in the UK because lives are being transformed one at a time. And the difference that these studies that Mm -hmm. that your dedication has made in their lives is just just priceless. So thank you. We love you you and we appreciate you. And I love you. You have been listening to The Bible and Me podcast by Preset Ministries UK. If you enjoyed this episode, please click the subscribe button now and consider leaving us a rating or review. If you'd like to learn more about the ministry or make a donation, visit www.precept.org.uk or follow us on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at PreceptMinUK.